Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Angelo with Relentless Boxing out of the UK. Angelo, what is going on, man? Happy Wednesday. How you feeling, brother? Hey, JJ. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Uh, it's, it's been great. We had uh, an amazing weather here in the United Kingdom. Probably one of the hottest summer uh, in ever possible. Yeah. I, can't, I can't remember how to sound on this one. <laughs> so awesome. can't complain, can't complain. There um, the gym is doing is doing really well. So yeah, happy days. Yeah, happy to hear that, man. Look, we're excited to have you on. And we're definitely Thank ready you. to dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on with Relentless Boxing. But you know, first, Angela, we want to take a step back here and let you give the viewers a little perspective, right? So in your words, Angelo, how would you describe Relentless Boxing and what you guys do? Um, well, I, I believe that the idea of, of relentless is, is the right, is the right description of, of, of the gym. The gym is relentless. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I remember, I remember, I remember the, the, when, when we, we, me and my wife, she helped me to pull, pull up this gym and we were thinking about a name for the gym. Um, I, will, I was, I was, I was reading uh, the book of one of, one of my, uh, a book of one of my favorite promoter. Uh, Eddie Hearn and the name of the book it was Relentless so uh, at some point I, I look at my wife and I was like I think the gym should be called Relentless she looked at me and I was like that's amazing it, it's you you are the most relentless person I know uh, what, what we're trying to do in Relentless is uh, trying to give uh, customers uh, uh, let's call them friends because they're going to become friends and we're going to become part of the Relentless family um, and a great training, but what, what also we want to give to them is is boxing. I think I think I think in many 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 kind of boxing gym, uh, boxing has been a, a, a bit forgotten. Uh, I, I don't want to criticize them, but I believe there some some gyms is more kind of boxing than a calories counter. What we want to give, we want to be give people a bit of a mix. We want to give uh, fun, uh, friendship but hard training and we want to teach boxing. And, and, yeah. and that's why I believe that, that the reason why they come to Relentless. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. And I think that's such a great description, right? It really truly is a representation of who you are and what you believe in. And I think that's a beautiful thing, man, Angela. Not everybody can do that with, with just the name, right? So as soon as they walk in, I know they feel that. And I love the passion you speak with too, Angela. So this is going to be a good episode. I could already tell, man. So let's dive right into it. Um, Angelo, how many how many members are you serving currently? Uh, well, uh, we we had the nothing down. We had the big boom at the opening, and after you know, uh, is we I think gyms are gonna 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 find two two big times a year. One is January and February, and one we are expecting another big boom now in September, October, when things you know people go back to work. Roughly, right now we have about 25, 30 members, and uh, um. I'm talking about members within actual memberships, plus all the people that pay as you go. Uh, and I believe for a gym like uh, like mine here, it's about 70 square meter. That's pretty small, but uh, maybe later I will show you is as well about boxing. We have one boxer ring, 
four bags and one water bag, having 25, 30 members in the first uh, eight months uh, of our opening, I think is a, is a pretty good, is a pretty, pretty good goal um, and a good success for me. Um, so plus all the payers you go as, as I already mentioned. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. And so, you know, for you guys, I mean, every, every, every gym is totally different, especially for a boxing gym. I'm kind of curious here. I mean, what's been the best method of getting new people through your doors? Well, I believe, uh, well, right now I think I am the front runner of this gym. I have a couple of trainers that are starting doing some classing. They are amazing. But I believe that the passion that we put inside here, the idea to teach people boxing, the idea to work on details, let them train hard. But at the same time, we want to let, let people feel, feel at home, you know. We want to have a laugh. Uh, we want to have a joke during the training. But again, at the same time, we train hard and, uh, and uh, we learn boxing. Obviously, I think uh, we had uh, very, very good results with Google. As everyone, we have a good income. We're using a third-part uh, third company, actually, instead of Google Ads. Well, I believe they are uh, a be old-fashioned. Uh, people don't click on Google, on Google Ads anymore. But again, uh, I believe it's also the word of mouth, mate. Uh, uh, yeah. People chat with a friend and a friend come, uh, come to see us. So yeah, I mean, like, um, again, um, I'm, not, I'm not a patient man, but I'm, I started to become one of that. So yeah. um, patiently, we are building a great community here around East London. Yeah, no, and, and that's awesome, Angela. I'll tell you this, man. I mean, I think it's tough to say, right, that, 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 you know, a, a referral or a, a, a um, uh, somebody who's coming in off of word of mouth, right? I think it's all thanks to your fulfillment, right? It's how good you are at what you do. You're good at what you do. People are going to talk good about you guys. And then in turn, it pays dividends, right? So people come. And I think that's awesome that you're not singular. You have versatility. You have different avenues of how you get your clients and how they come in. I think that's awesome. And sorry, also, Angela, do you want to say something? Go ahead. Yeah, also, uh, I want to just, because sometimes maybe people are not going to hear, hear, hear this podcast and say, oh, 25, 30 members. I, I want to put the point, this is a 70 square meter gym, 750 square square feet. So it's not, we have companies like Jim Gray, Pure Gym, so where they just, they do membership uh, at a very low cost. Low, we teach boxing. Our membership are a little bit more ex are more expensive, obviously, than a, a casual gym. But because we give give people, um, we we teach people uh, boxing, so um, some something more specific with a good, and we have a very good knowledge about it. So when we're talking about 25, 20 members in in a in a space that is it's quite small, yeah, um, I think I think is. I'm sure it's, 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 it's a good goal. Yeah, and and that, that's that's awesome because I think it, it's 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 value, right? They're they're going to get a little more value, a lot more value actually with you, and it's going to be a little more expensive, and that's okay, right? The the higher the service, the more it's going to cost, right? You get what you exactly. pay for. So Money, I love exactly. that. I, I appreciate you sharing that that perspective there too. And so, um, now let's say this, Angela. Let's say leads, clients, all these things were unlimited here. I mean, hypothetically speaking, of course. I mean. 
how much higher can you go? You know, 25, 30 clients. I mean, how much higher can you handle? I don't know. I just, I learn, I learn from in my life that I don't want to put myself limits. My, uh, I know it's think about that. The majority of people, I made like a statistic that they train between two and three times a week. So if you run about, we run at the moment 13 classes a week, we might go up to 20 classes a week. Um, we have an unlimited membership, but very fewer people train more than 30 times a week. So I don't know, we, we potentially can have 100, 120, 150. At some point I might have to say stop. We need to open another space. You know, yeah. and this is this is already in a pipe. I mean, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning uh, uh, to you, uh, I'm, I'm, the next step and what I'm doing now is working on a branding. Um, I, I really believe that the Relentless logo will be around not only in boxing; it will be around on uh, on on different on different sports and different stuff at some point. I, I really believe in the brand. I think the brand is great. It's like uh, like. Uh, not many brands you see around and it's new is new is is a next gen is a next gen brand it's not yeah. a classical fashion patch of boxing with the two men pool and uh, with the pedal glove you know what i mean so yeah. yeah yeah i love that i love that you're 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 innovating with with society and the way it's working i think you can't be something that that's saturated at this point i think i think there's so many things that have been exhausted in the industry of fitness right even in the boxing industry right you know you know that better than i would of course but i think that's awesome that you're you're going a unique route right you're gonna you got to be different you got to stand out and um you know uh now what i always like to ask this to angelo i mean i know you're you're the 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 main guy running the show here so you know with 25 30 clients i look i was personal trainer for a while and i knew even with 10 clients, right? It's a lot. So 20, 30 clients or so, it's, it's a lot. So how do you manage, like, you know, tracking where they are on their fitness journey, how long they've been with you, you know, all of those metrics, how do you manage that, Angelo? Well, uh, firstly, I want to mention that when I talk about 25, 30 members, I'm talking about the group classes, yeah? Members, they actually pay a membership. Plus the people that pay your pay as you go in the paper class, they come and go. There we're talking about possibly we have a capacity of constantly 40, 50 people that keep training with us. Plus the one-to-one -one session that I do by myself. And I run between wow. uh, everything between 15 and 25 personal training the week. Plus wow. the, cl the group classes. <laughs> so, wow. yeah, I am. And uh, well, sometimes I don't, I don't want to have an amount, but... Uh, our job, my job, is pretty physical. So we hold pads, you know. We we, we uh, you know is uh, I think sometimes when I when I when I do more than twenty, my shoulders gonna feel it. So, uh, I'm pretty natural <laughs> at the it. end of the week. Plus, plus again, plus the group classes where uh, you have to put that energy and uh, and that charisma um, to run them. So yeah, I love that. I love that. I think that's so important, man. I think. Again, uh, I, I don't know how you do it with all that. I mean, you got to add, you know, you're a gym owner, a, a, a boxing professional, and a superhero at the same time, man. I mean, Angelo, yeah, come man. on, that's a I lot. Just, I, listen, listen, I just don't box a professional anymore. I just train people. I have the idea potentially, I'm not sure, maybe to train some professional fighters soon or potentially maybe promote some shows. As you, as, as, as you, you know, in America, you have you have as well, you invent, I think you invented. I can't remember if it's in the UK and America. The white collar shows, 
is a big thing in this country as well. And yeah. possibly also go and do some promoting at some time. Again, as I said at the beginning, uh, there, is, there is no limit for me. Um, I want to just be big in, in boxing and uh, people keep saying, oh, you ain't going to make money in boxing. I'm telling you, you can make money in boxing. Just put the passion, put the love for the sport. And, uh, and uh, you have to invest a little bit. As you said before about um, how I can track uh, people, I had to invest a little bit in a new software because the first software was cheap. It didn't work well. It was taking me lots of, lots of times. And I'm learning that as much, as much as you're earning, as much you have to reinvest. Because at the end of the day, time is, time is money. So yeah. time is important. And you don't want to consume lots of time to save uh, uh, a couple of quid or, or a couple of bucks, as, as you say in America. <laughs> um, so that's the reality. It. I love it. That's awesome, Angela. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. You get what you pay for. Me. I love that. And so now kind of moving on here, going to ask a little bit of a longer question here, Angela, but a good question yeah. in itself, right? So if you need me to repeat anything, by all means, just let me know. So, um, you know, in the fitness and gym industry, there's about three pillars of business we use pretty predominantly, right? That's going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing, your acquisition, which is your sales, and then your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, Angelo, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Definitely, I think we're very good at client retention. We see like, again, we're building uh, um, a very, a very, very good community. Uh, that, that's, that's not what something that we're worried we're, about. Um, so you said about the sales. What's the first one you said? Uh, lead generation, marketing. So your lead generation, getting people yeah. through the door. Um, if I have to say something, I'd like to improve. Uh, and we keep having people for the door, but I think it's something that is, it can be improved with the marketing. As probably um, I mentioned when we were chatting on WhatsApp, I said, I'm, I'm very bad at technology. So my, my marketing skills uh, are getting a little bit better, but it's definitely something that requires an investment. Uh, I believe uh, today social medias are really important. Uh, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Now I had to create a TikTok page and I felt like, oh Jesus, I'm going to oh, create a TikTok, yeah. a TikTok page for the jump. <laughs> Listen, uh, but again, it's is, it is important. And after that, obviously sales is, is also something that we we have to focus on it but yeah marketing marketing definitely yeah and i, I appreciate the honesty and transparency and i, I think that that's a big right because i think you could put success to the side and still be honest and transparent about what's worked well for you and what hasn't and i think that's awesome angelo i appreciate that and what i will say is i mean listen truth be told you're a fitness professional not a marketing professional so it's okay <laughs> i think it's totally okay again as, as i said like uh, <laughs> I, I, I do the I do the boxing, so I was like, yeah. and that's totally fine. I do I the boxing. I, I check the numbers. I'm very good with numbers when it comes yeah. to money, but uh, the marketing and something I'll, I'll have to yeah. find at some point someone that yeah. It's either you you learn it yourself or you have someone else do it for you. It's it's, it's, it's the only way to do it in this industry. So I, exactly. I love the mentality there, Angelo. And so, last two questions for you, Angelo. My two favorite questions. Um, you know. What's the bigger picture for you? I know you kind of alluded to it before, but what's, what are you trying to accomplish long-term? Well, as I said, um, uh, I'm, I'm totally, totally in love with uh, the branding. We're relentless. Uh, 
I'd like to see Relentless like an example for uh, for the new gyms. And uh, to be honest, I, I'd like a little bit to give a kick to this uh, box fit market. That, yeah, it's been cold, but I believe now it's a bit saturated and I believe that the people we're getting through the door are the people that want to learn a little bit more uh, about boxing, you know, not just uh, punch, punch, sweat, sweat. That's, that's the reality. So on the long term, as I mentioned before, I want to see Relentless uh, as, a, as, as a real brand. And uh, yeah, gain more potentially in, in, in professional boxing and open another couple of gyms. Expand. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And so the last question here, Angelo, my favorite question. If you could go back in time, Angelo, to when you first started your gym, sit yourself down with the knowledge you know now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started your gym. What would that advice be for you? An advice has been like, it would be like, oh, when, when you have a certain amount of money to invest, yeah, put another 20, 30 grand on top of the as you, you, you might need it, you know, um, you might need it not, not at that point, but you might need it in a six, eight, ten months time where you start, you know, seeing the things what is missing. Um, that's, that's what I'd, I'd, uh, I'd say, um, to me, like, I'll say like, oh, you know, well, I should have maybe potentially, uh, at the time thinking that like, I oh, don't need, don't need any, any 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 loan or nothing don't want it and maybe now i'll say oh potentially i could have uh, i could have taken something more but again I, i'm not i'm not really worried about i just need to really be patient and uh you know the things are going the right way if we were going the wrong way me and you wouldn't be here talking about it if they're going the right way i'm smiling i'm happy and uh yeah so that's it. Angelo, I love it. It's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, Angelo, you know, please shout out your Facebook website, Instagram, anything you have. Where can we find out more about you guys and the gym? Uh, we, you can find us on Instagram, Relentless Boxing London, on the Twitter, uh, Relentless uh, uh, BL. Couldn't put Boxing London. It was, it was taken... <laughs> and uh, and on Instagram and on Facebook as well, uh, hat relentless box in London, the same. I have also personal profile hat Angelo Baby A N G E L O B E B I. If you want ninety one, if you want to follow me, and uh, it's listen, it's it's been a pleasure staying here and chatting with you, JJ. And same hopefully here. we'll do a podcast very soon, maybe with a second gym. There we go. That's what I love to hear. Look, Angela, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. Stick around for two more seconds if you can, just like I let you know how you're going to podcast. I'd appreciate it. Just going to sign everybody else out of here, okay? What? Awesome. And, uh, and to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in, join us, talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. 
But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Zach from Anytime Fitness out in Crestwood, Missouri. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Excited to have you here to learn more about what you have going on at your Anytime location. But before we really dive into that, Zach, what was it that made you decide to purchase this fitness business? Um, it was just something I've, I've always kind of had a, a passion for the, you know, the fitness industry and a gym. I always jokingly said I was going to own a gym, but I never thought it was something that would even be remotely close to possible. Um, during COVID, I, I kind of had a, a bit of a career change uh, in mind, and this was something that I, I felt like I could do well with. Um, I knew it going to have its challenges, but I didn't realize kind of like the first time you buy a home, uh, you know, you're super nervous because you don't think you could ever do it. And then you realize it's actually not that hard just to get things rolling if you have the right resources and, uh, you know, the, the right direction from some people. Okay. So really, it's something that like you have wanted to make happen. And I think that's funny because for many people, it's kind of the opposite. Like most people don't grow up saying, ah, oh, I want to own a gym one day. Um, it just so happens. But you're kind of the opposite. You're like, oh, I've always wanted to do this. And then the opportunity came knocking and you made it happen. Um, give us your elevator pitch of your anytime fitness. I know that all of them are a little bit different. And so let's kind of hear who you are, what services that you provide in your facility, kind of paint that picture so that our listener understands your business model here. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, basically like all the Anytime Fitnesses, we're a 24 hour facility. Um, when I purchased this location, I essentially kind of cleaned this, this slate and, and started over um, by myself. Uh, I knew it was going to present some challenges to do by myself because there's several jobs that you have to do and a lot more than I actually realized in the beginning. Um, so essentially, I, I own, manage, clean, maintain um, I'm the mechanic, I guess, for, for the things that we have that break, um, do a little bit of everything. Uh, I was doing a lot of personal training here when I started just from, from previous clients that had been passed on, um, anybody with new interest, anything like that. Uh, so one of the members here uh, was also a, she, she was a PE teacher for forever and just retired like the week that I started. So we got to talk pretty quick. Uh, and she uh, she teaches a group like hit class here right now as well. Um, another thing that we have a lot of is uh, it's the silver sneakers program uh, that we do. It's essentially it's a, an insurance paid membership for uh, a lot of different insurance carriers for Medicare, Medicaid, um, several things like that. There are some other plans for for younger uh, people as well. But for the most part, with the uh, silver sneakers program, we have a class. Um, they come in it's it's a one hour one hour twice a week class now we have it three times a week because it's actually growing so much but essentially their their insurance companies are paying us for them swiping their key at the door and coming in um, i got really lucky and somehow stumbled upon a uh, she was actually a silver sneakers instructor at a golds gym and all of the golds in the area had just shut down so everybody was kind of looking to follow her 
over here. So that has been very productive as well. Uh, it, it grows. I mean, I, I think I signed up three people for the program today. Um, it's, it's kind of constant for that. So um, as for the gym itself, we've got a little bit of everything like most uh, cardio. We have strength training, free weights, um, functional strength area. We also have like a, a little studio for, you know, the yoga classes and stuff like that, which I'm actually interviewing a, a yoga instructor at um, four o'clock today. So we're hoping to keep that growing too. Awesome. So, you know, the bread and butter is obviously going to be that membership, right? And then you do have the group classes. Now you mentioned group and then you mentioned the silver sneakers classes Are those two separate things. Yes. Yeah. The group classes for, that's essentially a paid class uh, per month. Um, It's, it's an hour long, a couple times a month. And then we do an open session for that for anybody who's interested in trying it or just anybody who wants to jump in to make it a little more fun. We always do one around the holidays. Last year, we did one for Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving day, right before everybody went out and, you know, had a good time. They got a a great little hour long workout in. Um, But the silver sneakers class is specifically for the senior citizens that we have here. Um, And and essentially it's, it's getting people in the door. Plus, you know, it, it gives them something, gives us something to offer to our seniors that are coming in for a little bit of direction for some of the people that are basically just looking for like their, their basic balance, strength training, um, you know, nothing crazy taxing. They're not doing, you know, CrossFit pull-ups and, and whatnot back there, but but they, they enjoy it a lot. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so I like that the group class is something that's not necessarily included in the regular membership. It is an additional, so that's a smart decision there. Um, and now I know we talked about this a little bit briefly off air, but, um, you know, for our listeners here. Um, Personal training in this kind of model, it's a smart thing because we can bring in additional revenue, charge more for personal training than we can a group class or an open membership. Um, And then for our clients, it's good for them because we can give them, you know, a more direct approach to help them reach their goals. So what percentage of your revenue would you say is coming from personal training right now? If you had a guess. Right now, it's 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 much smaller than expected. Honestly, it's probably only about twenty to twenty five percent, and that's essentially because the main reason that's coming from there is because I'm the one doing it, so I'm not really even paying anybody to be here to train them. Um, and then the group class, obviously, we have. So uh, it's it's a very small percentage, but as I mentioned off air, uh, the market in this area right now for me has just been it's an obstacle I didn't expect to climb over so soon. Uh, I kind of thought this whole post-COVID bounce back, uh, you know, I'd have a million people coming in the door wanting training and that that just hasn't been the case. Yeah. If you had the ability to, like, would you want to grow the personal training program in your space? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I'm actually in the process of kind of switching over to a more, uh, come Q4 of this year, uh, starting in October, I've actually, the employees that I had are actually switching over to 1099 contractors. Um, Essentially with the group class that I'm doing, after all the uh, payroll taxes and, and everything and, and spending the time that I spend with me doing as many of the jobs that I do at the gym by myself, I'm kind of one of those people that I'm trying to eliminate, you know, even if it's only a couple hours here and there for me, that's huge because I run out of hours in a day every day. Um, so going the contractor route, it's, it's essentially going to be the same thing for the people here with the responsibilities and whatnot. They're not really, I'm not having anybody do anything extra but this gives them the freedom to essentially do the classes whenever they want, whatever times they want. And I'm just going to be taking like a 20% rent uh, from them where the, I'm not having to be the third party every time a class gets canceled. Now I've got to call 15 people as opposed to the trainer who's responsible, just calling everybody 
you know, it's, it's, it's almost like a little bit of a passive bit of revenue for me because I'm not nearly as directly involved, but it's, it's also such a small uh, micro gym, I guess you could say that I'm in very close contact with, even if I had multiple. Um, and, and again, like I said earlier, I, I do have uh, a couple other people interested right now. I'm kind of setting the table to have some people bringing on some clients that don't necessarily have to be members here. If they already have clients, they just need a place to train. I'm going to start sort of doing that independent contractor thing with some of my training too. And then any new leads that I have at the gym, then I still have somebody to throw to them as well uh, instead of me trying to manage that on my own. Yep. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, it it is, it's like you're wearing a lot of hats and right now, um, you know, you have, you have this going on and um the you're training the clients you're trying to figure out the business stuff and it's like stressful um to kind of think about the growth to say the least um but kind of just to switch um switch here um if i were to ask you how many members you have uh right now what would that number look like so regular paying members i think i have about 335 up from the the 264 i believe i had when i bought uh this location and then on top of that with those paper visit members i kind of have that separated separated because they're essentially not paying if they're not coming um, i have about 240 of those but those are i would say maybe 50 to 75 of them actually routinely come in and use that membership so it's hard to judge exactly how many of the paper visit members are actually coming in um, but it's it's a pretty decent like I've probably got seven or eight here right now just walking on the treadmills and, and whatnot. Yeah. So um is that like a, a number that you would like to increase? Like ideally, would you guys like to get new faces in the door of the facility? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um that's something I've been working on. And with this being as small of a gym as it is, especially surrounded by some of the larger scale gyms, I think you know, one of the perks of me wearing all those hats is if somebody calls the phone, they're going to get me. They're going to be talking to me. They're not going to be talking to somebody else who has to contact me first. Um, plus, it's it's much more personal whenever somebody comes in the door. They get to meet the owner of the gym instead of just a manager that works here. Um, and not something I plan on doing forever, but for right now, that's what I have to kind of do to make it work. But it helps because my fa- I'm here all the time. People know who I am. People know if they need help, I'm going to help them. Um, Membership-wise, it like I said, on that smaller scale, I like to work off referrals. I like as many people here that are here because of other people, not just strangers. Not that I don't welcome strangers because they can become part of that, you know, sort of small family that we have here. But um, anybody that can bring two or three friends, you know, I run a a just like three month referral type of program. If you hit so many, then it it gets exponentially better. But uh, I I love having that because then, you know, everybody kind of gets to know each other, help each other out type of thing. And it just, it feels a lot better having a large group of people when everybody kind of knows each other. Yeah. I mean, we like, we like referrals in this business because referrals right. are free. So if we, you know, have some um, referrals coming in, um, we don't have to spend any money to get them. We just have to have a great service that people want to talk about and tell their friends and ask their right. friends to come in. But when we look at kind of scalability there, it's, hard to scale with referrals and word of mouth because we there's no way for us to predict it we don't know um how quickly clients are going to come in through um word of mouth 
So um, I know we talked off air, but um, you know, you started this out with very low capital. So you feel like you don't have a ton of money to spend in marketing, advertising, outside of word of mouth and referrals. Have you tried any method of marketing or advertising your location at all? I've done a little bit of in-person. Um, we, we offer, we just recently started offering some like uh, essentially, it's like a group rate for businesses, and especially with all the businesses that are coming to this area. Uh, plus, you know, I feel like it's a lot more effective. It hasn't really been. I've had a lot of interest and a lot of, hey, we're going to do this down the road. But um, just just going to the local businesses, even in our shopping center, now that I'm here, and you know, they may not have known there was a change of ownership, introducing myself, uh, you know, any kind of even exchange of like marketing. We have a meal prep uh, company right down the street. They they gave me a bunch of menus to keep out and just kind of have here in exchange. They have my, my business cards with like some free trial passes and stuff like that. So people can, you know, I can, I can send people their way. They can do the same with me. Um, besides that, a little bit of social media, but that is something I'm, I, I can uh, not proudly say I keep up with very well. And, and it's definitely something that I'm working on and it's in the future, but um, just some paid ads uh, that, have been so so we do have some marketing with anytime itself like we we pay a, a general ad fund um and they do run like we have a fall promotional coming up that typically brings in a lot of leads uh it's just a matter of you know converting those leads over to people that are you know actually looking to join the gym. okay um so you know if you were to get a return on ads. So like, for example, if you were to spend a hundred and you were to get 300, 400, would it make sense for you to run them at that point? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. For me, that was kind of the turning point where like, I was really scared in my facility to run ads. I was very similar to you doing a lot of the word of mouth. I had a great referral program, um, would ask people to um, like, give me a referral and I'll put you in to win this Yeti cooler or like something crazy like right. that to get referrals. And it worked good, but it just like wasn't scalable. It was like when I figured out the ad piece and how to integrate that and how to get it working good that I blew up. Um, so next question that I have for you is what would you consider to be kind of the biggest business related challenge, Zach? And like, what are you doing to kind of work on overcoming that? I mean, financially, obviously that's never, that's never something that's easy. Uh, starting where I started with it being a 24 hour facility as well, trying to, you know, to, to pick that up. Plus, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I didn't have a ton of business experience coming into this. So it's been a lot of trial and error. Uh, I, I, I was very, very, very lucky to have, um, I actually have a friend that runs one of these as well. Um, and then I have some, some relatives and family friends that have just the kind of, uh, I guess, entrepreneurs that are just excited to, to share how they got where they got and, and just overwhelmingly happy to tell me anything they can to help me out, sit down, give me ideas. Um, it, that aspect of things have been well, but, uh, definitely like figuring out what works, what we can offer that other people don't have, because there are so many gyms around here, it, the volume coming in the door, it, it's, it's not, not near what I expected it to be at this point in time, but on, on a different note, um, essentially just being available, answering the phone, um, it's, it's 2022, not a whole lot of people answer a phone call anymore. Um, and with the ability we have to, like, we have a program that we use when somebody fills out, 
uh, any kind of lead, it, it's an opt-in for text and email. So being able to text some of these people that aren't going to just walk in the door. Um, I, I do still have walk-ins on occasion, but they are typically over a certain age. Most of the people that, that are looking to do something are going to call ahead of time, set something up. So just being available, uh, you know, with with having a kid and a wife and running a business that's essentially open all the time, it is sometimes a challenge to be here for certain people's schedules. Uh, but at the same time, whenever you do something as small as, you know, I go pick up my daughter from daycare and then I return back to the gym 30 minutes after we close just to to get somebody that couldn't get in earlier the rest of the week. And I was accommodating to them that it's a challenge, but it helps, I think, at the end of the day, uh, kind of grow that like, oh, he did this much for me just to get us signed up and just get us started. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think obviously all of us, the biggest challenge is going to be the finance piece to kind of get, yeah. get things started. Um, unless we have like an amazing in angel investor who just, right. here you go, here's the capital. Um, but figuring all of that out is difficult. The good thing is we are like the fitness industry is constantly evolving. And right. so um, no matter how saturated our market is, which it sounds like you've said that your market is quite saturated, um, there's constant opportunity for us to add things um, and, um, you know, play around with um, how, what we offer at our facility um, to make more money and have money to, make changes to hire people right. uh, so that you're not the only person in the business in the day-to-day. -day. Um, ideally, like magic wand situation, you've reached all your goals. Kind of what would that picture look like at that point? Reaching my goals, like where, where I want to be? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think I'll ever be there just because I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to certain things. And I, I, I'm, every time I start, things start to move better, I just want it to be even better. I want to find new ways to keep this even growing even more. Um, I I am actually in the process of uh, a pretty large makeover here for um, being able to replace a lot of the equipment that is dated with this being 10 years old. It needs a lot of love. Uh, and I have several people that have kind of stuck around through that, knowing that that changes hopefully are coming, but also, you know, for the newer people, the, I kind of look back and said like, why are people leaving here? Why? And why don't people want to sign up when they do come in? It's it's very few that actually walk in the door that I, you know, that don't end up signing up because they're looking for a specific style of gym. But I know that I've got dumbbells that that need to go. All my cardio is uh, all the touch screens on everything. Like it's just getting older. So essentially having newer, more modern stuff here, uh, having my memberships to where memberships alone are paying the bills and anything on top of that with the training and uh, any other sources, like like I said, the, the uh, senior, the silver sneakers program, uh, insurance pays, stuff like that. That's all profit at, afterwards. Um, and then, you know, there there is no cap on what my membership, I really want it to be. I've always said if, if I get to a place where it's outgrowing this building, I'll find a bigger building and, and keep on going with that. Yeah. So it sounds like you want to grow a lot. Um, yes. And so I always like to like ask like, a selfish kind of question like for you to get a little selfish for a second and think about like what role you hope to play in the future of this business like there are owners that want to be in the day-to-day -day still working 40-hour work weeks and there's owners that want to be able to retire on a beach in Bali with their wife and kids so like for you where do you what do you see your role being 
I, I, I still will be involved regardless of what point I get to. If I'm, if I'm, you know, getting to a point where I don't need to be here every day, I still want to be here every day because I don't want it to just look like I came and did my thing and left. Um, I, I've gotten to know a lot of the people here and yes, I'm running a business, but it also helps that, you know, I, I'm involved with a lot of these people. I know them very well. I've made some awesome friends here. So, uh, you know, it's something that I want to continue to keep giving back to them for the people that have been here for 10 years, the people that have stayed whenever, you know, some of the stuff wasn't so great. Um, but yeah, definitely something that I, I would run. Uh, I would have someone here, but I, we all know that finding somebody to do our job is remotely close to as well as we're our standards are going to be. Um, I think that's a, that's a very difficult task, but it's going to happen. And, and I, you know, I, I need to be in that financial position, obviously, to be able to do that. But I, I want to be able to pay somebody well enough to run this place how I want to run this place and, and be happy to and excited to do it. Okay. Um, I like that you still want to be involved. And I think that it's good to to see that in the future you're going to be involved, but there will be somebody that's more so like the operator and you right. can work on the business. Um, when we're so involved heavily in the day-to-day -day of the business, it can be challenging to um, think about the growth piece because we are training clients all day and we're doing consultations all day. And so how can we ever grow if we don't have any time? And there's only 24 hours a day in a day. And uh, time is the only thing in life that we can never buy back. So um, it is a little bit tough to kind of figure out that balance. What's something that you wish somebody had told you when you had first gotten started in um, the business? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I mean, I, everybody said, well, it's not going to be easy, which I knew that. I didn't expect this to be easy. Um, you know, if I had a magic ball to guess on which way things would have went, you know, January is usually your, your, you know, the gym's dream for that month, because that's when everybody's coming in the new year's resolution. Uh, we got hit with one of the waves of COVID right in Jan, right at the beginning of January. And I, I think my first like three days, four days in here, there was like two people, it was just dead. Um, because there were, we have had a lot of restrictions, um, Possibly the, uh, oh, I don't know. You got me kind of stumped on that question. It's, it's a good one, but um, just how much time you don't have. Uh, you know, I know I'm going to be busy and I know I'm going to be here a lot. And I know there's going to be a lot of things going on, but I couldn't tell you how many times I get here at 6 7 o'clock in the morning. And I look at the clock and it's five o'clock and it's like, where did today go? And, and then you have to start over the next day and try and do it again. Yeah. It's uh. <laughs> it's it's hard to say the least it's uh hard to kind of put into words here you know what um what it's like I've always in the trenches every day right I've always worked the nine to five well not the nine to five like I said I was a police officer so my schedule has always been terrible but it was how can I make this time go by faster to get my day over with and now it's how can I cram all of these things into the short amount of time I'm having and still make it home you know before my family goes to sleep <laughs> Yeah, um, it is it is challenging to um, figure it all out, but I do know that it is possible because there are people doing it. And I think that for you, it's just a matter of getting the right systems in place, getting some help on your side um, to grow the business so that you can have a little bit more time in your day. Um, right. 
And I'm excited to see that happen for you. And I appreciate you being here today for sharing your insights. Um, and listeners, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, please hit like and subscribe. If you want to join us for an episode here at the Jim Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description. Our team will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Damon with Pulse Fitness out of Massachusetts. Damon, what is going on, man? Happy Wednesday. How are you feeling today? Feeling good, yeah. Good day. You know, a little uh, dreary up here, but uh, hopefully the sun will start shining soon. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I hope so as well. And look, we appreciate you being on. We're excited to have you on. And, uh, you know, I think we're ready to dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on here with Pulse Fitness. But first, what we want to do here, Damon, we want to give you the floor and give the viewers a little perspective. So in your own words, Damon, how would you describe Pulse Fitness and what you guys do? Sure. Uh, We strictly, uh, more than often, we are just a one-on-one studio. Um, uh, we don't have like a open gym uh, or open gym membership type thing. So uh, we're by appointment only. Uh, typically cater to you know uh, corporate professionals that um, really need um, the scheduling aspect of training because uh, you know they're they're just busy throughout their day, and if they don't schedule it, um, they're not really going to exercise. So uh, we really uh, fit that niche. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that you understand on a high level that your demographic and who your demographic is um, and where to appeal to them. At. And so uh, gonna gonna start with the basics here. I mean, Damon, how many members are you serving currently? So currently we have about uh, 75 uh, active clients um, okay. and they train typically twice a week. Okay. Um, average, so. Yeah. And uh I guess for you guys, right, being more of a studio, I mean, what's been the best method of getting those new people through the door or interested? Uh, we've tried a lot of methods, um, but, you know, the uh, the one that always works for us the most is just uh, client referrals. You know, husbands, of, uh, you know, of wives that are coming here, spouses, you know, uh, and, uh, and just uh, friends and family, really. Um, yeah. Most of our clients have come through there and, 
Um, and we, we're on a main road, so we do have uh, the advantage of street signage and we have a lot of uh, drive-by traffic. So a lot of time it's sort of the, the you know, they've seen us on a drive-by or they've heard from a friend and then they, you know, do their research online and uh, come through us through our uh, inquiry portal yeah. on our website. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I think obviously, yeah, I think word of mouth will always be a staple to uh, to any business, right? I think no matter how prominent technology gets, uh, the, the the trust factor is totally eliminated when you can get somebody to be, hey, well, hey, like I know that Damon is the guy. <laughs> and, right. and it's like, okay, cool. Like that's it. They don't even have to look any further. They don't have to go through the whole entire, well, maybe I think it's just kind of like, okay, sure. Like why not? Like I, if, if Brenda says yes, then I agree. So um, yeah, I think that's going to be true anywhere. And so now let's say leads, traffic, clients, all these things are unlimited here. I mean, hypothetically speaking, of course, I mean, how much higher can you go from where you're at now? Uh, so we, uh, I have three other trainers, uh, you know, including myself makes four. So um, we're probably about 25 more sessions away from capacity, um, you know, because in this field, most uh, trainers are working a split schedule. Um, so each trainer averaged about 25 to 30 sessions, you know. Um, but if, if if my trainer's try, trying 25 sessions a week, they're they're pretty busy, you know, because there's going to be some uh, downtime uh, for, for the trainers in between clients as well. So we try to get about 50% uh, of the availability of the trainer filled. Nice. Um, yeah, that's good that you have that number. Uh, the search straight ahead, or you know exactly where uh, you want each of your trainers to be at. And so now, I mean, with that, I mean, being around that seventy mark, I know anything plus fifty is is usually a difficult to manage, right? And so, I always like to ask, how do you track, you know, how long someone's been with you, when they started, if they're looking at cancel, all of these things? How do you track those metrics? Uh, that's a very difficult question. I mean, uh, it, it's definitely one um, that it, it's hard to manage. We try our best with our software to get a, a good idea of essentially a life cycle of a client uh, when they train. Um, I would say that um, a lot of the software doesn't do a great job. You know, they give start dates and then um, they don't have a good um, understanding of when a client typically falls off, right? I mean, um, and then cycling back, like a client takes a three-month break, they come back, um, and then they're here for a year. Um, so, you know, it's almost like, you know, pencil, paper, and a calculator, really. It's, uh, you know, um, I basically look at all my clients, um, especially year-to-date, year um, on measuring what clients um, have been here for over, you know, a six month period. We, we luckily uh, have do, do have a longer life cycle than most um, places uh, just because of the interpersonality. So I, uh, personal uh, connection uh, we have with our clients, but I would say, you know, roughly we have clients that, you know, um, that we kind of break into a long-term, short-term uh, clients, like our long-term clients probably average a year and a half. 
with us two years. Yeah. And our, our shorter term clients, um, uh, you know, we kind of mark with, have they been longer than three months? And, and, and those tend to um, uh, cycle out faster, you know, within a, uh, probably a six month window. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah. Kind of fit into sort of two categories um, for us, you know, once they kind of reach that, you know, post six month mark, then it's, it's a pretty long-term stay. Yeah. Yeah. I agreed. Agreed. I think that's, that's very true. Right. But finding that method of where you can keep those, those lifetime clients, right. If you will, for that retention. And so, which kind of leads me to my next question. It's a little bit of a longer winded question, but a good question in itself. Right. So, you know, uh, we've been discussing this entire podcast, and what we've used pretty predominantly in the fitness and gym industry are going to be three pillars of business, right? It's going to be one, which is your lead generation, right? Getting people through the door. Two, it's going to be your acquisition, which is your sales. And then three is your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, Damon, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Uh, I would probably say uh, the third. Um, I think you know, I think the the problem in this one-on-one industry only, right, is that um, you you only have one goal, right, and it falls on the client to hit certain metrics. Most most metric being weight loss, right, and the struggle being is that the um, the lack of um, opportunity for clients to get certain weight goals met um, leads to a a, um, direct failure by us, right? So whether they're not doing what they're supposed to with their food, it ultimately lands with, well, I've been here for, you know, three months or two months and I haven't lost anything. Um, And it kind of goes back to, you know, not having that uh, essentially nutritional offering or that uh, additional offering that will help uh, clients succeed at a um, you know, at, at, at a rate which they have expectations. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. And I think uh, this kind of leads to the last two questions here, my two favorite questions. And uh, I think uh, I'm curious to see your responses on this one. You know, what's the bigger picture for you, Damien? What are you trying to accomplish long-term? Uh, so uh, currently uh, I'm working on a sort of a, sort of a wholeness um, aspect of fitness. Um, I'm collaborating, uh, soon to be collaborating with a massage therapist. Um, and we're going to create a essentially add on plans for, um, the clients, um, so that they can, you know, have a, their workouts, have a symbiotic relationship with massage therapy for recovery. Um, and then, um, hopefully, um, I'm in talks with a, uh, local chef, to help with sort of some meal slash food prep. Um, that way, um, my long-term goal being is that we have all the offerings that we would need for a client to execute their health goals um, and not just, you know, being just a one-stop shop for, you know, their cardiovascular and strength needs. Um, uh, as you know, uh, and most people in the gym industry, it really falls more on the um, the client having some, you know, uh, accountability to, uh, you know, the one to three hours a week they spend with us um, and trying to help eliminate some of those where it's not so much um, 
on themselves. So to be able to bring some aspect of nutrition into the facility um, that the clients have access to, to help uh, with the overall aspect of, uh, of their fitness. There we go. And uh, this last question is literally my favorite question, Damon. And I, this one, I definitely think, uh, I think everybody has a unique answer and I know it's, it's, it's kind of a, kind of a weird time to ask I guess you started in June 2022 but you know you had the other gym prior so I think we can apply this to the other gym as well so you know Damon if you can go back in time here to when you first started your gym sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started your gym what would that advice be for you um I would probably say um you know I probably venture out on my own much sooner um, because I was tied into a franchise, which essentially locks you into um, their scope. Um, when I bought the facility, the prior facility um, from the previous owner, I, I had an opportunity, um, but of course, you know, um, when you have to jump out on your own, <laughs> you know, you, you, it's one of those, uh, it's uh, easier to know what you know then you know, than, uh, than yeah. taking the leap. And um, I probably should have taken the leap much sooner so I could essentially establish what I expect uh, out of a fitness business um, that I'm just not tied into uh, what a franchise feels that, you know, you're within these boxes and stay within that box. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. That is so true. Damon, it is a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, please shout out your Instagram, Facebook, website, anything you have. Where can people find out more about you and the gym? Sure. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at uh, Pulse Fitness Westford. Um, same uh, at, at Instagram. And then you can, uh, if you're interested, uh, you can pop, follow us at uh, PulseFitnessWestford.com uh, uh, to look up any information. There we go. There we go, Damon. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for two seconds, just like, so you know, how you're going to get the podcast. I'd appreciate it. Just going to sign everybody else out up here. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in, join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out. And our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.